0: Hi and welcome to the second episode of the Let's Talk P2P video and audio podcast by Northern Finance, where we take a closer look on the inner workings of peer-to-peer lending and fintech companies in Europe in order to make better informed investment decisions. I'm your host Alex and in this episode we take a closer look on the European and especially Baltic real estate market, With Tanel Oro, the founder of ReInvest24 which is not a peer-to-peer lending platform but instead crowdfunding for equity in real estate projects. The platform recently turned two years old and I've been an investor for more than one year. Um, I've had the pleasure last year to meet you in person and uh, today we can't do the interview well on site in Tallinn like last year because of the coronavirus but we do this podcast instead. So my first question to you would be, Tanner, how are you holding up? So considering
1: uh, what's been happening in the B2B industry, especially in politics lately, as well as uh, the coronavirus uh, uh, impact, uh, I would say it's going pretty well.
0: Yeah, going pretty well. Okay. Um, I saw your new markets, uh, Latvia and uh, Moldova, the latter being historically especially difficult and uh, wanted to congratulate you on funding uh, three quarters of a million in the last three months. Uh, I think that's, uh, that should be a new milestone, right? Well, yes. Uh, uh,
1: some, some part of that came from uh, uh, the repayments that uh, we made uh, for our Mayaka development projects. We uh, were actually able to mm-hmm. sell uh, uh, three of uh, three of the units uh, in the time of the COVID lockdown, and uh, most of the users uh, reinvested their earnings. Uh, okay. But overall, uh, for any new platform, it's it's quite difficult to get started. It's um, yeah, sure. it's kind of like a egg and chicken situation where if you don't have uh, enough uh, users investors on the platform it's quite uh, difficult to mm. publish uh, uh, new projects uh, and while you don't have new projects to offer for your investors it's hard to get them uh, to sign up on the platform and start investing uh, but mm, uh, I understand. But uh, we've been down that path uh, like you said we celebrated our second anniversary in May uh, mm. we've been putting in a lot of effort and work and we are uh, we are we are proud that uh, within that two years, seven of our exited uh, projects uh, yielded our investors uh, above sixteen uh, percent annual returns uh, on average.
0: That's great. That's great. Um, tell us a little bit about the Mayaka developments. Uh, you just mentioned them, but maybe for the people uh, who don't know exactly about your history, well, what were they? Yeah. So we took a pretty big
1: project on a a very early stage on the platform. Uh, we built, uh, two floors, uh, two additional floors uh, on top of a two floor uh, apartment building. Uh, four of them were development projects where we provide, we we provided our investors with a certain interest rate and one of them uh, was a rental project. Uh, so we were, in the selling process for quite some time already uh, the, the apartments were basically all two-floor four-room apartments uh, which were mm-hmm. quite big size around 100 square meters and above that uh, we visit them as well uh, with you as you remember uh, exactly so selling the bigger apartments uh, didn't go so well so we decided to divide them into smaller units so each apartment were divided into two separate uh, uh, units and we got all the legal work done uh, in March. So in April we started the selling process of uh, two room apartments around 40, 40 to 50 square meter. meters. Uh, so, uh, both, both of the floors had uh, everything needed for living basically the kitchens, uh, the bathrooms and so on. And the market uh, mm-hmm. was really active for, for smaller apartments in that region, in that area of the town. Uh, so, right. we, within the first month, we already sold two units. And in May, we sold uh, the third one. And right now, we have a reservation on the fourth one, uh, which uh, we hope to utilize uh, in the next week or so.
0: Okay, okay. And the investors um, in the two projects, because they were uh, split in two originally, um, how much did they earn with this um, Mayaka example? Because you said it was one of your first uh, larger projects.
1: Well, the annual returns were between 13 and 15 percent. Uh, the project. So quite high, quite yeah. uh The project yeah. took a bit longer than we expected, so overall, uh, the ROI was actually higher uh then uh, we mm. stated uh, most of the pro- most of them uh, took uh, a bit more than a year at first it was planned mm-hmm. to be like nine, 9 9 months to 12 months so it was a okay. few more months but at the same time investors uh, earned more as well for their entry fee
0: right right and um how are your how is your investor base developing so uh, you just stated you Had some amazing numbers um, in the past two years in terms of uh, return on investment. Um, How's your investor base grown um, since last summer? Uh, So it has basically doubled uh, within
1: that uh, one year. Mm -hmm. Uh, We currently have more than six thousand investors on the platform. Uh, Yes, so about 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 uh, I would say fifty percent of them are actively investing in most of our projects and uh, some part of the investors are just looking at you know time to time certain projects Mm
0: -hmm. Mm -hmm. okay and um, how um, much is invested uh, per investor uh, on your platform on average well we have quite a lot of
1: investors who are just testing with uh, 100 euro investments at the same time Mm -hmm. we have also some bigger investors who are investing uh, five digit uh, amounts. On average, I would say within that one year, the the portfolio that our investors have uh, has grown from around 400 euros to 1000 euros.
0: Okay, okay, I can see that. And um, new construction work in Germany, um, if we talk about the real estate market in Europe, um, is likely, well, not to grow that much in uh, the next month. It uh, might stay the same, it might go down, um, but most people um, would not say that uh, the demand uh, for new office buildings maybe in uh, central locations is growing. Um, How are you addressing that um, as more and more people um, are likely to continue to work uh, from home? And uh, how are you addressing your uh, office spaces you have in the portfolio?
1: Yeah, regarding to in market, uh, when we talk about office rental market, especially, the ones that are getting hit uh, are older, uh, older office spaces that uh, don't uh, have, don't provide, uh, like don't, don't provide all the modern uh, solutions uh, that uh, most of the companies are looking for, especially if, and especially if they're like outside of the city center area, Uh, There is some vacancy rate and uh, they need to lower the prices or uh, invest uh, to improve the property overall to stay in the competition as there is more and more uh, better quality office spaces on the market. Uh, But uh, Mm -hmm. yeah, currently, of course, the COVID situation has slowed down the market uh, activity quite a lot, Uh, but at the same time, uh, if we talk about uh, Bigger companies that have more than like 20 employees, 50 employees, uh, mm. they they for for some period of time, working from home might be a solution that works pretty works out pretty well. But if we look, if we're mm. talking about like longer term, then uh, I'm pretty sure that efficiency uh, will decrease over time uh, if the teams are not being together. Uh, but for smaller companies, it can work out for a for longer period of time. For example, for for us in Rainvest 24 as well, Uh, but uh, I don't see that just this few months of lockdown is going to reshape the work culture and everyone will start working from home from now on. I see that just as a temporary trend on the market.
0: Okay, Um, if listeners, uh, watchers um, and investors are more interested in that topic, you also had a special webinar. Um, on this where you went uh, more in-depth but uh, the key takeaway as you say is uh, there will be more short-term consequences um, than long-term.
1: Yes I mean for example the short-term rental market uh, in Thailand uh, Mm -hmm. has taken a huge impact as uh, there is no tourists for for a couple of months and now we're having the high season and you know people are still not uh, traveling as much as they used to Uh, So no one wants their apartments to stay empty. Um, So Mm -hmm. the supply Mm -hmm. on the long term rental market uh, for apartments uh, has has, has grown uh, a lot in the past few months. Uh, But that is again something that is not going to last for years. Uh, It's a short term Mm -hmm. problem. Uh, And at the same time, if we look at the apartment prices, uh, within May and June, we actually been seeing uh, quite quite a growth and uh, the activity uh, on the market has uh, grown more than ten uh, percent per month. So if we compare it with oh, last wow. year May or June, uh, mm. then the prices have actually increased also for for May and June more than ten percent. Uh, oh, wow. Yeah. So at at the end of the day, you know, people still need a place that they can call home you know you cannot uh, nothing can change that an economical crisis health crisis it's not going to change there are short-term impacts of course and corrections on the market that can occur as well but uh, if we look at in in the long-term perspective then you're not investors are not going to lose their capital because of that it's going to Mm -hmm. recover from that and uh, after the downtrend there is uptrend again uptrend again it's a high demand uh, high demand uh, asset mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: and um how was the um or how were the developments going um, right during the crisis Were the construction works uh, stopped in uh, Tallinn and uh, estonia your your main markets um and do you see or what do you see for the next few months if there is a second or third wave coming um, in terms of finishing projects um, in the timeline? Well, yes,
1: uh, some bigger development projects uh, were put on hold. One of the reasons for that is that in Estonia, especially in Thailand for, for construction works, we then the, the the construction workers are not mostly estonians they are from belarus ukraine um, some some other areas uh more more, more in the eastern uh, part uh so if the borders are locked and uh, um yeah so this this from from the employers and perspective uh it's 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 quite of uh struggle for for some developers uh, mm-hmm. uh, but uh, altogether now everything has, pre, has, has been like going pretty much back to track uh, okay. there okay. there were some issues uh, for some big developments also with the financials that as the you know banks didn't continue f- funding them and i see that mm-hmm. actually as a uh, great opportunity for alternative investment mm. uh, industry, as uh, you right. know, if you, for development loans, having a secured collateral is a, really a must and, and, a, and a great thing. But at the same time, no one really wants to start selling the property. You don't want to go mm. there. You want the project to be successful on time. Uh, so you're really not investing into the real estate itself. You're investing into the company that's uh, building the uh, constructing the building. So choosing right. the right uh, developers who have extensive track record of uh, completing those projects, uh, uh, even in the time of like two thousand eight, two thousand nine, when we mm-hmm. also had housing when we had pretty good huge housing crisis. Uh, it, it's a it's a great factor. So for for us. That developer choosing the right ones, and that the more established ones are now also seeking and looking into the alter- alternative investments is actually a great opportunity.
0: Okay, okay. Um, let's see what will be uh, coming there in the next few months. If you um, stated like that, and um, in comparison to the times um, before the coronavirus. Um, struck Europe. How was business going in um, January and uh, February of this year um, compared to June, July now?
1: Well, before the the Covid impact, (coughs) there were other events, Um, you know, in Mesteo Kutsal that damaged the P2B industry overall in politics quite severely. So I can I cannot say that it was going like great before that. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm actually seeing right now more activity on the platform uh, as uh, there was before the COVID. I think the COVID is okay. kind of like a test uh, for, for, for all the P2B platforms, how sustainable they sure are, uh, how sure. how they minimize their risks, how they manage their risks. Uh, and also, you know, the, the fraudulent players, some of them were exposed on that time as There were no new deposits and just withdrawals and uh, you know they yeah they were exposed so i think that the the whole covid situation kind of added some credibility to our business model and also alarmed the investors to look more into where they're actually investing not just the the promised earnings that they can make from the investment so so right now it's actually going a lot better Uh, in June, July than it was going back in uh, January, February
0: for us at least. That's great to hear, that's great to hear. Um, Still, during um, these times, um, you must have made um, some changes um, to your platform, to the way you work. Um, Can you go a little bit more in depth to uh, what exactly that was, uh, how you changed working at Reinvest 24 Well, yeah, one of
1: the things that we really been focusing and putting more effort into is uh, communication with our community. We're trying to be Mm -hmm. closer to our community. Uh, We uh, have a new team member, uh, the head of marketing, uh, who is very experienced in the B2B industry industry overall uh, to help us with that. Uh, yeah. and yeah so the, these are these
0: i think that's a great addition yeah i think um, this
1: is uh, something that was really necessary for us uh as uh you know, the communication with uh with with, with uh, your community at uh, especially in the times where things are very uncertain there are a lot mm-hmm. of doubt uh is 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 very important and I can already see that it's uh, there there is a positive impact from coming from that uh Like uh, like I said earlier as well, uh, uh, we are also looking into uh, some development projects now. Uh, As we see that there is an opportunity on the market and we want to utilize that and bring it to our investors. So we've been uh, listing some, publishing some development projects as well. We open new markets in Latvia, the Moldova uh, Mm -hmm. and uh, there are more more markets to come pretty soon uh, in the very near future uh... but we're okay. very carefully choosing like who who the developer we want to work with for example the, the projects in Latvia and Moldova uh, are related with uh... uh established international developer Kirsan Holding who have great track record mm-hmm. and we have uh, a lot of confidence in them uh, yeah. So, so some development projects uh, have been listed as well. We, we continue this trend as long as the, this opportunity opportunities out there. Uh, but at the same time, the rental projects are still reinvest main focus. This is the main concept that we mm-hmm. have. And this is uh, the most sustainable investment, in our opinion, uh, if we look into the longer term perspective. But at the same time, it takes right. a lot more time uh, to publish a rental project as there are, Mm. you know, there are three parties basically that we need to be uh, negotiating and uh, setting the terms. Uh, It just takes a lot longer and due diligence need to be more. We cannot just be like uh, the collateral or the LTV is not going to be enough for rental project. We need to understand how this property is going to be profitable, how how it's going to produce income for our investors and uh, how sustainable is that and also we need to look into the you know in the future exit plans so it's it's a a lot longer process uh to get a more b- higher volume of projects on the platform adding some development projects offering also like different regions different investment types for our investors i think it's also great for diversification and uh, you know previously the volume of projects new projects was kind of low and we've been criticized for that quite a lot so now we want to offer more for our investors just in the past two months we have listed six projects compared to basically the past uh, six months there were three projects Mm
0: -hmm. yeah that is a very noticeable change i think also for Many investors um, seeing that there is basically more going on uh, at the platform and uh, more communication also um, from your side um, about the projects um, and also um, about the exits. Um, were there any exits um, postponed during the crisis or any um, new projects postponed to uh, June and July? I well. Exits, no. We actually,
1: like I said before, we exited Mayaka development projects. Uh, We were actually able to exit uh, one of our long-term rental office space uh, in March. It was an older type of building, a great cash flow project, but like I stated earlier, the older office spaces in the uh, city side going to be struggling in the future they're going to require investments to improve the facilities uh, so mm-hmm. you know for us it's quite difficult we cannot ask our investors like you know please invest more now we need to do this 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 kind of big construction works so we found right, that that would be a very tough. Ask. it's not going to work yeah so <laughs> yeah. so we uh, we decided to we had an opportunity to exit with a pretty good profit mm-hmm. altogether the property was yielding uh, more than fourteen percent for our investors, mm. and uh, so we did that. Uh, but yeah, we did postpone some rental projects that uh, were on the pipeline. As okay. uh, so, uh, we at at some some point, we were also a bit concerned, and we felt that if we waited a bit, we might get better terms for our investors. We could uh, take mm-hmm. advantage of the situation. So there is no 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 need to rush with it
0: okay okay um and a uh, very important uh, feature for peer to peer and uh, crowdfunding platforms um the secondary market um is still missing um how did this come and uh, when can we uh, finally expect it well yes it's it's been uh, it's been a lot longer
1: than we expected I would say that it's kind of like a rabbit hole situation. The more you put work in, the more you do, the more you find things that actually need your attention as well. Uh, First Mm -hmm. of all, changing the platform from one coding language to another already took a lot of time, a lot of testing. Uh, Then with the secondary market, which has been from the platform development perspective, are priority number one we've been in the testing for a couple of times already uh, we've been discovering mm-hmm. smaller and bigger issues um, but you know we've been constantly working on it and we have done a lot of progress mm-hmm. most of these issues have been um, resolved by now so we are very close from uh, uh, compared to let's say a like couple of for, for the past two three months we have made a lot of progress so i'm pretty confident mm-hmm. to say right now that it's going to be launched within this summer
0: okay okay good um i'm really looking forward to that um i think it's uh, a feature every um well established p2p platform um should have um, but um, let's get um, to something else um, also on the platform or working in the background. Um, how many people are currently working with you? Uh, so as we talked about
1: it as well in the, in, the, in the last summer, the situation is pretty much similar. We have uh, mm-hmm. addition, the head of marketing who is working full-time, uh, she's working remotely from Latvia uh, we have team of uh, three developers and designers who are also working from uh, Latvia uh, We have a uh, support social media marketer who is working full-time uh, From Lithuania, but time to time she is also here in Estonia with us uh, So here in Estonia, we have uh, three people in our real estate team who are managing the SPVs going through the projects looking for projects uh, doing the due diligence Negotiating with the tenants right. and so on. Uh, they are here with me as well as the head of legal and the accountants and the CTO as well. But uh, okay. yeah, so most of the people currently are still working as much as we need them, not on full full time mm-hmm. basis. But as the cla- platform okay. is growing, the workload is also growing. We can already see that right now. So this this mm-hmm. this this might change in the near future, as well as uh, we will probably by the end of the year we'll need to hire some more people into the team as the workload is too much. Mm -hmm.
0: Okay, okay, and um, a few platforms in the recent days um, published their financials, I think uh, Bondora did it uh, yesterday, Um, Mintos did it um, on Tuesday, Um, and um, what about you, when uh, can investors expect um, not only how the projects are going, um, but how ReInvest24 uh, did uh, in the uh, well past year or uh, in uh, a quarterly outlook.
1: Yeah, so the deadline uh, for the annual reports uh, was uh, extended until end of the October for this year. Uh, okay. So, uh, yeah, like previously uh, it's, it's, it's been uh, July. So. Uh, mm-hmm. We, we haven't been putting too much focus on it, uh, but uh, as I, I, I've also noticed that many other platforms have already published their annual reports, then I'm I'm going to put my focus on that, working with the accountant uh, starting from next week and trying to put it together as fast as possible.
0: Okay, okay. Uh, will it be audited?
1: Uh, well, we haven't decided on that question yet. Uh, uh, see if uh, it's actually quite expensive to audit it, as we have different markets. It is. Uh, if uh, we were just, uh, be- if our projects were based on just Estonia, it would be uh, uh It wouldn't be uh Too hard to do it, but now if now that we have projects mm-hmm. in other regions as well, well, yeah, it it, it it's something that we're being discussing and finding the best solution that could you know benefit the company and uh, the expenses for that would be the re- most reasonable.
0: Daniel, uh, let's look at an investor on your platform. Can you describe um, him or her um, in terms of uh, characteristics, experience, um, how much money is invested? We already talked about that, but maybe about the background, what kind of people invest on ReInvest24? Uh,
1: well, I can point out currently two different types of investors on the platform. Uh, one of mm-hmm. them being uh, investors who are quite new into all that. Mm-hmm. They are investing and trying out different P 2 P platforms, maybe investing also trying out some stock markets, and so on. Uh, they usually invest small amounts, but they would like to invest a high volume of. Uh, they would like to do a high volume of uh, investments. They're basically investing like. Mm-hmm the minimum amount to all the projects are just 100 to 500 euros. And most likely they're investing in like five to 10 platforms. Uh, mm-hmm. and, there, and there is uh, another type who seem to be very experienced investors. They're asking uh, very detailed questions about certain, pla- uh, certain projects. They, they go very deep into their due diligence uh, for certain projects. And if they feel confident, they will invest bigger amount. Let's say five mm-hmm. to fifty thousand into just one project. Mm-hmm. They usually don't invest very often. They don't choose many many projects in their portfolio, but the ones that they choose, the ones that they're confident about, they invest bigger amounts.
0: Okay. And
1: you yeah, okay. their strategy is to buy and hold, and they're looking at it like five to ten year perspective.
0: Mm. Uh,
1: but of course, there is uh, many investors in between. Uh, but you know just these two trends I've been just noticing the difference between those two investors, the contrast is the biggest. So I would yeah wanted to point out that one.
0: Okay. And um, can you tell us a little bit about um, how many women and men are investing on your platform? So how's that distribution? If I look at uh, my German channel, um, it's pretty disappointing. Uh, from my perspective, to be honest, 95 percent are men. Um, that uh, decreased from 98%, uh, per th- I think. So uh, there's still a big uh, imbalance. How is it uh, at Reinvest? At Reinvest, it's, yeah, of course, the,
1: pretty close to your numbers, but we have a bit more women. We have, uh, the, it's, its proportion is around 80-20. At some point, it was actually higher. It was uh, around thirty-seventy, 70 as... Uh, mm-hmm. We had a lot of Estonian women investors, as uh, there were like uh, investing club for women uh, Mm. where we got a lot of women investors who also wanted to try out uh, investing and uh, educate themselves more on that topic. Uh, Mm. But yeah, for we actually, the funny fact, our biggest investor on the platform, biggest portfolio is a woman
0: okay
1: yeah okay so i would say oh, yeah I it's it like currently you know. is decreasing a bit like it's moving from 30 right. to 70 to 80 to 20 uh mm. but yeah i see for some reason i see more estonian women. okay than from germany for example
0: mm. yeah i think there's a uh, great potential um to increase investors um on that side um but um Do you always, uh, to get to another topic again, do you always um, invest a fixed percentage um, in projects uh, yourself or what kind of ownership um, do you take in the projects um, you offer on the platform in terms of your own money invested into them?
1: Well, there is currently no certain strategy for that. Uh, It's -hmm. basically everyone's free will uh, to invest if they like. we have, uh, well, most of our team is is, is, is uh, investing uh, in most of our projects, uh, but we don't have like a certain guidelines. It was more thing in the past where we didn't have enough investors uh, to fund the projects fast enough. So, you know, the, the owners uh, especially were in... in being the anchor investors and uh, if the project didn't mm-hmm. get funded uh, within some period they 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 placed an investment uh, to altogether give the platform more progress and as you know mm-hmm. we cherry pick the properties uh mm-hmm. that and we only list the uh, projects that we are very confident about it's quite easy to invest into them as well you you don't need to do some additional like due diligence or, 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 or think about the risk too much as you know, we've been already down that path and we are certain about this project.
0: Okay, um, but um, my question goes into that direction. So, for example, if I see um, a fund manager and um, let's say it's an active fund and uh, he says, well, um, I'm so convinced of my own fund, of my performance. I will be investing, um, I don't know, um, a million dollars into it because I'm sure um, it's a good bet. Um, How do you approach that in terms of uh, your own projects? How much money do you put into them? Those are listed uh, on the platform. Well, to be honest, currently it's more more investments are
1: going through towards the reinvest as a platform. Uh, mm-hmm. as uh, more 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 yeah, more more capital is going to develop the platform uh to increase our user base to increase the budget for marketing so we're rather looking to invest currently into the platform to to grow that as uh, we have quite of uh, quite a big uh, real estate portfolio already but of course uh, we are still active on that part the amounts are they vary, you know, before we were investing a bit more, currently, the more investments are going to the platform.
0: Okay, okay. Um, and you published um, some videos in the past about um, projects uh, you have and uh, current developments of them. Um, yet, um, I didn't see um, on your YouTube channel, for example, Um, videos about the exits Um, you did in the recent months, the successful exits um, to be honest, but only the introduction um, to the new projects um, like the office space um, in the Tallinn city center uh, where you said yourself that you got a um, great price and I mean um, if you buy for a great price it's easier to make a profit but um, I think people um would uh, appreciate an update about um the exits also uh, in video why hasn't that come yet The have we we regarding to the exits uh, we had
1: uh, one video uh, and, and that property yielded 24%. So there was right. something remarkable that we you know wanted to uh, make a video about as well. Uh we will mm-hmm. continue to do that but uh, Physically, I don't have time to make uh, introduction videos, to the update videos and uh, Mm -hmm. the exit uh, videos as uh, Mm -hmm. I'm also doing webinars, other things, and uh, the workload is quite big. So, and when the property, if we're exiting like four projects in four properties in uh, two months, then it's quite a lot of work. And I feel that it's not that special, really, if we do it about every project. But if we do it about the projects that we're really proud of, uh, proud, then uh, it's something more exclusive, something more interesting. Uh, but of course, we will continue making the videos. I really enjoy uh, showing not just uh, through pictures and words, but actually being on the site and uh, describing the situation and so on. I really enjoy that part and I think uh, the, our investors are also enjoying that. Uh, we're actually having a plan to uh, place a live camera on one of the construction sites, mm-hmm. that uh, one of the development uh, projects that we have on the platform. Mm-hmm. It's going, there is going to be many stages, so we want to give an opportunity for our investors to see the 24-7 live camera, how the construction works are going, how the property is progressing. So, so this, this kind of videos, we will continue with that and we will look more into what can be done to, be, to bring uh, uh, the projects closer to investors and just give more than just some words and pictures.
0: Okay, okay, I see. Um, so, those were um, the most important questions, um, also questions I got uh, in part from the community. Um, i hope you as a viewer you as a listener um, enjoyed this video and thank you tanel very much um, for taking the time today and uh, well um, letting us have a look into the inner workings of uh, your platform reinvest24 and um, yeah i just uh, wanted to thank you for taking the time and i hope to see you again um, in person in Tallinn soon um rather sooner than later but let's see um how the COVID situation uh, will continue and um yeah thank you for taking the time thank you for having me Um,
1: i always enjoy uh i always enjoy talking to you uh, and uh, sharing uh the insights uh what's going on on the platform so i'm always happy to be a part of that
0: okay thank you thank Bye. bye bye